I'm just afraid I'm going to take a shit and then she's just going to pop it back into my butthole. Like, <laughs> I would be terrified. No, that sh- I just Holy shit that shit. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Assam, a.k.a. Rock God of the Sun, accompanied by Disco, a.k.a. Emperor Disco. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up? His name is also Dan. I was supposed to say Dan, but I said Disco. I'm just so used to it, but it's Dan, a.k.a. Emperor Disco. Emperor Disco, a.k.a. Danny, or Lord Disco, or apparently just Dan. No, no, no. We killed Lord Disco. You're the emperor now. You, you, I, you I got evolved. I got you had an you had an evolution. You went from disco. You evolved into yeah. Lord Disco, and this is your final evolution, Emperor Disco. Well, maybe there could be another one. Yeah, there I was just, just like, like a little sprite of you, state. and it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> I went from owning a city state to now having a whole yeah. kingdom. Like, yeah. yeah. I just thought of a next little sprite of you, and then it was just highlighting. It's like, what? Lord Disco is evolving, and then you hear yeah. it call me God, <laughs> God Emperor Disco. <laughs> God Disco or uh, Dictator Disco, maybe? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> God Emperor. It's a reference to Dune. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, also, uh, last but not least, we have Danny, a.k.a. Papa Sunk Killer. Killer. See, that's one of the things I want to call you out on. You, you, see, I, I, I come out with the hard ERs, Eslam. There's one thing I, people know your name. I've always spelled it uh, L. I know. Uh, I've always corrected you, but you always forget. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's Alzheimer's for you. It All right, really Papa is. Sunk Killer. Yeah. Yes. Okay, thank you. My Speaking bad. Of your Alzheimer's. Did this old man say podcast in the beginning? He did. I was letting it go, but he one hundred percent did say podcast. I did say podcast. <laughs> um, Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I Sound think like my lip twitched at the same time I was trying to say it, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's what came out. It is what it is. You're I'm dying. Day. You're having a rough day. <laughs> Oh, you Internet have issues, no mic issues. You can't speak. <laughs> we we got you. We're here for you, bro. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's uh, those wise guys. We gotta stick together. Goddamn, gotta try. Uh, um, all right. So, uh, this is our new episode format. We just jump into the main topic after the intro, and then um, we get into some fun shit later on. So, this main topic is going to be pretty fun we're gonna we each brought to the table three urban legends slash myths and we're just going to discuss them and all their glory um so let's jump in who wants to go first Uh, i'll go first uh all right i got a pretty interesting one this this first one is a amazon amazonian mythological creature called the okay yakuruna and uh it's described as being Hairy with a backward-facing head and deformed feet. The Yakaruna hmm. is a man-like creature accompanied by a serpent and riding a crocodile. <laughs> it's oh, considered damn. To, uh, considered by many to be a god who has the power to change into an attractive man. <laughs> but uh, you know, this one first stuck out to me just because uh, the original like site that I saw said like they had a backward head and backward feet. I was like, that is weird and they live in water and then when it's, i read this that it's riding a black crocodile i was like what the hell <laughs> what's more interesting to me is that it transformed into a handsome man yeah like with all most urban on. legends it's like 
pretty women and all this stuff that get the men and, and this Julia time it's Roberts. the handsome man. Yeah, right? Pretty woman. Um, and also it says uh, uh, locals believe that Yakaruna can transform into an Amazon river dolphins, which are attracted to the odor of blood and menstruating women. Once the woman is found, a Yakaruna will transform into a handsome and alluring man who then use aphrodisiacs to kidnap her and bring her into his kingdom in the depths of the river. The Yakaruna, everybody. Amazonians Damn. are crazy. <laughs> too much peyote i was so, mesmerized because so, like as you're reading it and you're like leading it to the book you're getting closer it's like you're just getting closer and closer telling us more <laughs> insane things so <laughs> it's terrifying so this, for a second so this thing just you know kidnaps and you know rapes women that's uh, cool apparently mm-hmm. with aphrodis- aphrodisiacs and just straight kidnaps yeah it's uh you ever see anybody oh. that's super attractive and you're menstruating you better watch out it's probably <laughs> in the amazon yeah don't do that <laughs> Turn don't a crocodile swimming. nearby just waiting like what's that crocodile <laughs> don't go swimming in the amazon river if you're menstruating ladies it rides up on a black crocodile like it's surfing just like it's so like baby, hey pretty Kevin mama sorbo with huge blonde Kevin sorbo <laughs> of all the people who is that turkey Hercules. That's the 90s Hercules. He's, oh, wow. It's 2022, and that's your reference. <laughs> Jeez. I'm a 90s you could have said baby. Jason that's, Momoa. That's like quintessential, like, attractive Speaking, man. Wouldn't Jason Momoa make a good 90s Hercules? I could see well, that. Well, they already tried yeah. having him be Conan, and that didn't work. Yeah, no, that's true. And but they let the Rocky Hercules. You can't win them all. He's <laughs> yeah, really that was good bad. in that show, C, though. I really enjoyed yeah. his character. I stand with Baba Voss. <laughs> okay. Is that right, another man. creature? All right. <laughs> it's a reference to the show C that I like later. That sounded like another creature from the Amazon. The <laughs> no, Baba I feel like Voss. that's just something you just chant at a crowd and they're like, All right man, do you <laughs> Oh that's that's what that's what you say to call the Yakaruna. Uh, that, why does that sound like that really could be it though? <laughs> yeah, like, you're like it's Baba like Voss. Saying, it's like saying Bloody Mary in a mirror three yeah. times. You go to the Amazonian River and say it three times. You just, times. like, <laughs> drizzle your menstrual blood and just say Baba Voss three times, and then the Yakaruna comes. Dude, somebody pe- shouts Baba Voss. I'm just walking away. I don't know what that person's doing. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't want to be part of it. I don't want to see it. Smart like, man. All right, man. Smart man. <laughs> Damn. Next thing you know, Kevin Sorbro's running off of me. He's like, bro, you haven't been around since the 90s. I'm out. <laughs> And why are you so goddamn handsome? Like, he's got the strong jaw, the luscious blonde locks, man. Come on, yeah. That's the first person I ever saw at Comic Con, by the way. I don't know if, you, well, oh, I'm yeah. sure you don't remember us long. No. But when we were waiting in line for our first ever Comic Con, remember we had to wait around the block, yeah, uh, yeah, for the first one. I remember waiting outside. We were next to like the Javits Center, and then we were by like this fence. And then as we're waiting, Kevin Sorbo shows up, and I'm like, "That's '90s Hercules," and nobody else <laughs> saw him. Definitely don't remember that. But yeah. I believe you, though. Yeah, he was right by us. I'm like, that's 90s you, Hercules. You can literally tell me anything that we did in our past, and I'll be like, I believe you because I don't remember. <laughs> There's probably a picture with all of you standing together. Just, just chilling with him and Xena. Just, <laughs> yeah. We did see Xena that year, too. Oh, my God. I think that, that I remember. I wish I Because I I she's, like, really hot. Yeah. So I want to hear she, her do her little war chant, like, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine she does that in bed. I hate... 
I would be so confused. Just like, did you just nut or just what? What just happened? Yeah, like. <laughs> Actually, that's a that's a One Piece laugh before One Piece laugh existed. <laughs> that's, that's definitely that's like true. a One Piece that's character true. laugh. And while she does like, that in bed, you have Kevin Sorbo telling you about his ten trials. All right, I, I'll go next. <laughs> um, I I also have a mythological creature. Um. So we all have heard of the Boogeyman, but have you heard of the Bunny Man? The Bunny Man. <laughs> the Bunny Man. <laughs> cannot say that I have. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. So yeah, the legend supposedly started that in 1904, um, there was a bus crash transferring a bunch of patients from an insane asylum in Fairfax County, Virginia. Uh, so it crashes. Everybody escaped. They, ca- they recaptured everyone with the exception of one person. Shortly after, a bunch of dead bunnies started appearing around the area, and many are hanging or hanged from the Fairfax Station Bridge. Now, see, none of this is true because there wasn't a, a thing, but there is a true story of the Bunny Man. So, in 1970, in the same area of Fairfax County, a, uh, a pair of mysterious and scary incidents occurred in the area that involved a man dressed in a bunny suit, a full sized mm. bunny suit. <laughs> A young couple was taking a nightmare, a nighttime drive when a man dressed in a white bunny suit hurled an axe at their car. While it was, wow. uh, yeah, it broke the car window. Neither one of them was hurt. Then two weeks later, a Fairfax County man discovered an axe-wielding guy in a bunny suit chopping up the porch of a recently built unoccupied house. He was gone by the time the police arrived. So those two stories are true. Um, I just feel it's, it's the them. Easter bunny looking for the eggs that everybody stole. Yeah. You took my baby. Where my eggs, motherfuckers? <laughs> Give me the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the bridge wow. that I talked about in the thing supposedly has been uh, now it's referred to as the uh, Bunny Man Bridge, and it even says so on Google Maps. Um, oh wow! So yeah, the Bunny Man. He's coming Interesting. to get Interesting. Yeah. That's so weird. I, I would, Why a bunny? I would freak out to be honest. That's you see terrifying. A bunch of hanging dead bunnies, just like ah. Uh... Well, imagine you're just driving down the road at night, and then there, as you're passing by, there's a man just in a bunny suit, just standing there. That's terrifying. Well, I, I, <laughs> the axe. way I met, imagined that they were driving, and he was standing in the middle of the road, and he just threw the axe yeah. straight at the car while they were driving. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously scary, but what I'm picturing is literally just a man just standing on the side of the road as I'm passing by. That's oh, terrifying okay. to me. <laughs> oh, you know... I mean, honestly, I think is Virgi- Virginia's not an open carry state, is it? Might be. Well, Virginia's for lovers. That's a reference <laughs> that only Virginians will understand. Okay, I guess so, because I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know it's not well, hard to get today. guns down there. Um, so it's just like, I, I feel like you, you can't be pulling that shit in these types of states, because like, you just get shot. I don't know how the, like, these people get away with it pretty well. Like, that like you. Uh, that reminds me of those clowns. Remember those clowns that were showing up around America that during yeah. COVID? It's all over. It's oh, kinda, yeah, yeah, Like, they're just in the roads and just... Didn't someone do that in Texas and got shot? <laughs> Probably. I bet. I bet. I didn't hear I about doubt. that, but yeah. I would not doubt that. <laughs> Texas for you, No one in Texas, he probably got chopped in half, like, with a sword, because... Oh, yeah, because they got that... Carry. <laughs> yeah, it's open carry uh, with blades now. Okay. All right, I'm going to go next. Claymores. Uh, I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you with a urban legend 
from Egypt. Oh yeah. Um, so this is <laughs> yeah, real upside down. And it's pyramid. funny, I I didn't even <laughs> think like I knew about this. Mm. I I got told stories of this as a kid, and I never thought of it as an urban legend until I was just like looking stuff online, and it came up, and I was like, wow, this is actually an urban legend. Like I, <laughs> so it was just like for me to not have that connection was just hilarious. But um, so this is also a creature. Uh, this is the Egyptian version of uh, the chupacabra. Okay. All right. It's called El um, Silawa. You want to okay. say that again? El Silawa. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And um, what it is, it's a mysterious wolf, jackal, fox hybrid <laughs> of a creature that is said to live in the desert and mountains and remote places in Egypt. Um, it actually originated in the times of pharaohs uh, when it was told that this creature attacked anyone who tries to trespass on a temple or a graveyard. Uh, now, in modern times, uh, adults use this to scare the shit out of kids. Um, so, uh, one, one that includes a man and his wife and his wife's sister who transformed into the Salawa every night. Um, so apparently there are where Salah was uh, oh, out damn. there too. Um, uh, would you date your girl still if she was uh, if she was one of those? Well, she's not Egyptian, but yes, I would still date her as long as she just doesn't kill me. Because um, <laughs> that'd be cool. We'll have Do you like think hybrid she would babies. Date you if you were? Start train. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She, she uh, start training <laughs> Salawa kids. Turn them into superheroes. It's a new world. Um, um, uh, the two women would go out in secret every night to dig up people from their graves and eat their remains. Uh, when the man followed them once uh, and saw them, they were uh, what they were. He confronted his wife the next day, and she was furious and kept him alive for the sake of their two children. <laughs> um, so the stuff that I heard as a kid was that. Uh, so they kind of like my grandparents kind of used this thing for anytime we misbehaved and they wanted us to do something they used this to scare the shit out of us and like this thing was like the smartest creature it could like do everything right and one of the things i was told when i was younger was is that it like so so we don't open the door to strangers right mm -hmm. they're like if if you hear a knock if no one's home and you're home alone and you hear knocking on the door and it uh don't ever open the door because it will be El Salawa because it, it'll come up to the door because it knows you're home alone and it'll knock and it won't but it won't answer when you say who is it right so it'll knock and then wait for you to open the door and then it'll kidnap you and eat you um, Damn. And, and yeah and um, <laughs> yeah so like this thing was like supposedly very smart it can like walk up to doors and knock like a human um and stuff like that. So I think it's it's just like an interesting, like urban legend because like when when you hear about other stuff uh, throughout the world, there's like very similar urban legends, and it's it's interesting that humans come up with like the same thing all over mm -hmm. uh, without <clears throat> uh, a lot of contact. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's very cool. Um, but that's <laughs> same parenting techniques just yeah. all around. Just to piggyback off yours, just might as well jump into ours. Uh, we have 
uh, in Latin cultures, especially Puerto Rican, like I'm Puerto Rican, so is Dan. Uh, mm-hmm. We have the chupacabra, as you mentioned, yep. and uh, mm-hmm. that actually translates to chupar, which means to suck, and cabra, mm-hmm. which is goat. Go. So it's the goat sucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much uh, back in 1995, there's like Puerto Rican uh, like news uh, incidents where uh, a lot of their cattle were getting killed and mm-hmm. slaughtered and apparently the blood was like sucked out of them and so they uh, they they blamed the chupacabras and uh, eventually you know uh, I feel like uh, parents used it as, as a technique like they did mm-hmm. uh, gear parents like eventually would be like oh if you go out at night the chupacabra will get you I used to be yeah. terrified Especially throwing out the garbage, I'll just be like, ah, yeah. flashlight. Yeah. Like, so I, <laughs> yeah, you did the, you did the, I, I used to do too, like the whole, like fucking just throwing the garbage at the curb and running my ass <laughs> back just to the door. Full speed, just terrified. Yeah. Just also did the same thing whenever I went into the basement and it was dark. Like, <laughs> like, like running up the stairs into the light will stop whatever's coming after me. You That's know what I'm funny. saying? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, oh man. I was terrified of my basement. I was basement. a bitch my, back in the day. My basement yeah. was like was pitch black, big, uh, and yeah. I, it would always just look creepy. And there's right, like, first of all, your basement looked like fucking serial killers lived down there. <laughs> exactly. Had that so I've only been door in your basement like once or twice. Yeah, I only saw it from up the stairs, and I was like, I ain't going down there. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go missing. <laughs> I'm gonna go missing. I ain't They'll going never down see there. you again. It does yeah. look like one of those. You just go down killers. there, and all you hear is like Zena just. <laughs> One time, one time I felt like shit if I heard that. Oh my god! One time I was down there, I felt like a breath on the back of my neck. I don't know if it was I was younger or whatever, but that shit always terrified me. After that, I like ran upstairs and I never went back down there for like a solid couple months. I was just like, nope, nope. (laughs) See, with me, it was uh, the basement. I never really had issues. Um, when I was younger, the attic, the attic Mm. was one that would get me, and um. So when I lived when I was like four or five years old around there, <clears throat> my mom, home health aide, was taking care of a woman who was like an aunt to me, and we, she even invited all of us to live there. So we lived yeah. there. It was a nice house. It was in Cranford, uh, New Jersey. And they, the attic was one of those where you pull down the steps. And for yeah. some reason, like when you pull down the wooden steps and like the wood up top, up top, like it would constantly scratch. And it got to the point where it would just make like this weird figure like type of face. And then legit looked like freaking Jesus by the time we moved out of it. It was like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus like, in the attic. I was like, "Why is Jesus's face on this piece of wood?" Whatever. And then you go up there, and it would just be creepy. And then move to where I lived in um, in Elizabeth, where you guys remember when you called it West yeah. Bubble Fuck. That attic was another one that I always thought was creepy. I didn't. And then I remember one day I went up there, and I find I was I must have been around eight nine years old. There was a doll the same size as me, an oh. old <laughs> doll. Oh my goodness! And it was one of the most terrifying. Yes, yes, <laughs> oh, terrifying. That's so fucking. Creepy. I remember telling my mom, and she was like, "That's the devil." Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's Jesus. That doesn't help either. And the oh thing is, because th- this house belonged to my father's side of the family for years, so it was it used to belong to my grandfather. So my father sees it eventually. We tell him about it. He's like, "Oh, that belonged to your aunt when she was a kid." And we just, I guess, we put it up there. We never took care of it. And then uh, it was just terrifying. Of course, I mean, initially, I was like, "Oh my god, what is that thing?" And then uh, eventually gave it to one of my cousins. <laughs> he passed the curse Good on riddance. and survived. Yeah. yeah. And Good one thing riddance. I want to mention with the Chupacabra real quick. So that happened, what what was the year, uh, Danny, where it first started? Uh, 1995. All right. And it kept on occurring for a couple more years after that. Yeah. And guess where I was living in 97? 
in Puerto Rico. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it was like one random year of my life where I, sp- I did a year in Puerto Rico. And I remember every day it was like Chupacabra this, Chupacabra that. There was a song. There was like two or three songs that Chupacabra <laughs> was involved in. It was, it was, a, whole, it was a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> you were raised yeah. by the Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Dan, you want to go next? Uh, sure, it's my turn. Um, I alluded to this the other day when we were talking about the subject. Um, I want to talk about Hanako-san. So, oh, Hanako-san. Oh, yeah, man, so we're, we're, we're getting into the Japanese. We're getting to the Japanese. So, Hanako-san... Is a no, not, not yet. <laughs> it's, a, it's a she. It's a Hanako. Um, she's known as... Uh, she could be described as a yokai or a yurie. Or you, I don't know how to pronounce that. But uh, basically, she, she, she haunts toilets. Um, so if there's ever been a more vulnerable uh, place, Oof. I don't know, it, uh, but it's toilets. So uh, up on Wikipedia, I have a little, little thing here. Uh, I'm going to read this. So to summon Hanako-san, it is often said that individuals must enter a girl's toilet, usually on the third floor of a school, not three times on the third stall, and ask if Hanako-san is present. If mm. Hanako-san is there... She will reply with some variation of "Yes, I am." Depending on the story, the individual may then witness the appearance of a bloody or ghostly hand. The hand, or Hanako-san herself, may pull the individual into the toilet, which leads to hell. Wow! Oh, or the individual may be eaten by a three-headed lizard who claims the individual was invading Hanako's privacy. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so. That's Hanako-san. Now, when I first heard about Hanako-san, um, I had heard it was a thing where it's like, it's same, you'd use a stall, it would be the third one on the third floor of a school, and as you're just doing your business in the stall, Hanako-san, the image apparates and it shows up, and she, she says, uh, red or blue. And this leads to another one where I, sh- I sent you guys an image in the group chat, mm-hmm. where I think it, what I heard was a combination of Hanako-san and this one. His name is Akamanto, where yeah. he does what I'm about to say, where he shows up, um, in the stall, except he has like he tells you, do you want a red cloak or a blue cloak? Do you want a red cape or a blue cape? Or he has two different shades of toilet paper, <laughs> one red, one blue, <laughs> and you have to pick yeah, one. I saw that. If you pick red, um, what happens is some variation of <laughs> you being murdered in such a horrible way that you're just red all over because of blood. Um, in his version, it's also possible that he might flay all the skin off your body and then make you wear it as a cape. Uh, and if it's blue, he sucks all the blood out of you. <clears throat> I've also heard in the old Hanako things that if you say blue, then she's going to just suffocate you in the toilet. Um, and don't say yellow. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so there's that. So supposedly to survive this curse, you're supposed to say, like, no thanks, I'm good. Or try to leave and hope that they don't block the way. Mm. But um, Hanako-san. politeness is how you get out of this. That's yeah. that's just hilarious. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm in the wrong spot. And I'm sorry. You're like, oh, no, thank you. I'm sorry. Were Arigato you using this? <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. Um, but that's crazy though. That's wow. Yeah. Drag you to hell, eat you. Damn, yeah. the toilet sign. Ow. I, I would <laughs> just I like to take a shit. <laughs> I would I would take a laxative. Yeah. Right. And, and and call this bitch and as soon as she's trying to come out the toilet just let it rip just let it rip yeah. it's like I'm gonna send you to hell <laughs> damn yeah. yeah I guess but, I guess that was another one as you don't say yellow you also don't say brown um but <laughs> it's it's funny cause like you, uh, when I was a kid like my 
my imagination controlled my surrounding. Okay. Um, so, so like, if I heard something or somebody in the school say, like, yo, like, they found snakes in people's toilets or some shit like that. It must be real. And, and, and like, no, I know it wasn't real, but mm-hmm. then you, you, I would get these moments where, like, the fear would take over and I'd be sitting taking a shit and my shit goes down and splashes, uh-huh. like, on me and I, and I think there's a snake trying mm-hmm. to get me. And I would freak the fuck out. You just run out. Your ass is out. You'd even yeah. wipe. Just screaming around the house. <laughs> the snakes He's are trying to get me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know what I mean? Um, so with like Hanako, I'd be like, damn. This bitch is trying to get me. Just trying to also, it'd be funny if she does a thousand years of pain. Mm. Uh, that's a reference mm. for you Naruto fans out there. I'm just afraid I'm going to take a shit and then she's just going to pop it back into my butthole. (laughs) I would be terrified. No, I just shit that shit. shit. (laughs) It's like, I don't want it back. That's why why I shit it out. Oh, Lord. Whose turn is it? uh, Eslam, what you got? Yeah, it's it's my turn. My goodness. Um, All right. You guys have heard of the Bermuda Triangle, right? Fly it over time. Mm-hmm. Fly over it every time you go to Puerto Rico. Nice, nice. Did you guys know there's an Alaskan Triangle? No. <laughs> That's right. There is an Alaska Triangle. All right. The Alaska Triangle, sometimes called Alaska's Bermuda Triangle, is a place uh, in the untouched wilderness of the frontier state where mysterious uh, where mystery lingers and people go missing at a very high rate. They go missing at a higher rate than uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, The area uh, began attracting public attention in October 1972 when a small private plane carrying U.S. House Majority Leader Hale Boggs, Alaskan Congressman Nick Beach, uh, an aide, uh, Russell Brown, and their uh, uh, Bush pilot, uh, Don Johns, seemingly vanished into thin air while flying from Anchorage to uh, Junua. Uh, for more than f- uh, for more than a m- month, fifty civilian planes and forty military aircraft, plus dozens of boats, covered a search area of thirty-two thousand square miles, but no trace of the plane, the men, wreckage, or debris were ever found. Um, uh, since 1988, more than 16,000 people have disappeared in the Alaska Triangle, with a missing person rate at more than twice the national average. In any given year, 500 to 2,000 people go missing in Alaska, never to be seen again. Authorities conduct hundreds uh, of rescue missions, most often return without finding uh, the person. So yeah, so that is the Alaska Triangle. I'm I'm surprised with these type of stats that this hasn't been more uh known mm-hmm. but uh, people go missing in alaska is not that surprising to me yeah. alaska is like a fucking crazy wilderness there's bears and wolves there Vampires. so if someone goes missing and they can't find the body that's not surprising to me like that's just gonna get eaten real quick yeah. but for like a for a plane like if if the plane crashed and like they found a debris but no bodies i'm like okay scavengers came took the bodies ate the people mm-hmm. right but at least the the debris are there but like, and then and then this area is not like really over water, right? Like, there's no like this is all inland. Mm-hmm. Um, 
between like uh between like Alaska and then like Yukon, which is like a part of um uh Canada. Mm-hmm. So it it's just like it's it's crazy that yeah, like, like where it, does even the plane go? The, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. maybe it like disappeared in a sinkhole or something. I, I have no idea. Gonna but, say. <clears throat> but like thirty two th- uh, square thirty two thousand square miles they covered like land, air, and sea, and like they still couldn't find shit. So it's it, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Gone. <clears throat> He's gone. <laughs> but yeah, the Alaska Triangle the people. I'm gonna move there's there. more triangles. What I'm is it with the triangles? What is it with the triangles that make people disappear? Do I don't know why they got why you got pyramids? pyramids. Why you got pyramids? Yeah, that's what I was just saying. <laughs> you know, you know? I know it's not your fault. It, it could be. <laughs> it could be. Maybe the pyramids are what protect us from these triangles. And uh, oh shit, you gotta fight them triangles with triangles. I see what you're talking. Exactly. About. Yeah, yeah. Cancel yeah. them out. Maybe that's why there's three pyramids, and not, now we only know of two triangles. Maybe there's a third out there that we don't oh, know man. about. We the know the Bermuda, the Alaskan. Uh, there's are, another triangle out there. Triangles are a strong shape. That they're, that's why they build trusses like in triangles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll take the next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one's a Japanese one. Uh, it's called Namazu. Or Ono Namazu, which is mm-hmm. giant catfish, or catfish, mm-hmm. or Ono Namazu's giant catfish, okay. um, and uh, the Namazu is a mythical creature that lives uh, underwater, under like deep in the ocean, deep under Japan, and uh, it supposedly causes earthquakes, <laughs> giant earthquakes, and that's how they explain earthquakes. And I. I was when I first saw that I was just like catfishes earthquakes I just it didn't <laughs> I'm not seeing any Well it makes sense cuz catfish uh in the wild they're in the sediment like they they kind of just like they they're on the ground uh of the water like they yeah. go all the way down and they're in the sediment and they kind of like bury themselves a little bit so it makes sense that, that those are the things that, that will does make sense and that leads into <laughs> my next point where uh yeah. in 1855 there's the Edo earthquake and uh there's an account that day from an eel fisherman that's saying that there um an unusual amount of active catfish that day and then so uh, during that day, he was just like, "What the heck? What is what is that?" Like, and then at, <clears throat> yeah, they just sensed that, it during yeah. that night or something. Uh, the Edo earthquake happened, and uh, ever since then, they've, there's a, a catfish earthquake correlation. And uh, whenever mm-hmm. you see catfish, it's like, "Oh, get ready for an earthquake." And uh, I thought that was pretty interesting because I genuinely learned something new. And I was no, just, it's uh, very I'd cool. I never like put catfish and earthquakes together. I saw that, and I was just like, "No, no way! What the?" I mean, a lot even? of animals. A lot of animals sense earthquakes, right? Like, if you're ever in a place and you see animals running... Oh, actually, they can sense tsunamis, too. Like, if, you, if you're ever in a place Hurricanes and you see animals too, running away from the water, like, go with them. Like, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah. You follow those yeah, hurricanes also. And follow those animals. Cats can kind of sense thunderstorms because their uh, fur gets staticky. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Because of the buildup in the air, yeah. It's, it's very cool. Yeah, That's so the, remember that the, you know the cat the Japanese cat that um, the hand yeah with the hand <clears throat> the, the myth behind that is that uh, there was a monk like traveling and then he saw like this cat that he thought was waving to him at like um at like a this little monastery so he went to it and what the cat was doing was actually like cleaning itself 
and then <laughs> right when he got to it, like thunderstruck, hmm. uh, where he was before, and the cat was doing that because like of its like the static in the air and its fur. Um, yeah, it's 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 very cool. Yeah. Animals, superpowers. Let's go. Cats just randomly clean themselves too. They're always cleaning themselves, mm-hmm. especially my yeah. cat. I never liked so when they do the, like the really good. long leg, and then they're just looking and they're looking at you. And stop it. <laughs> stop it. It, it's so seductive too when my cat does it. It's just like a little. It looks like a rabbit leg almost, and it's yeah. just up straight. And she's like, mm, make eye contact. Like, Ew, do you know this? Like, she's still so cute. Oh, uh, <laughs> let me know if there's anybody has like kittens or something. Disco in Jersey, I'm trying to get one. Would you guys get your cat? Uh, my girlfriend's friend got it off. I don't even know where she got it, to be honest. But she got it for a couple of days, and then she decided she didn't want it. So then my girlfriend got it for free. So. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. I, I have a cousin that always shows up around Fourth of July and finds stray cats, and we take them. Oh, okay. So just well, I'm looking let me ask me around Fourth of July. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking for kittens. If anybody listening that knows any kittens in Jersey. I want one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally <laughs> how we got all our cats. They were stray kittens. And then we just How many cats do you have? We got three. Three, oh, I thought three you dozen. I didn't know. No, it's it's Mota and then Gollum and Smeagol. Oh, right. I forgot about Gollum and Smeagol. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I'll go next. And I'm sticking with toilets. So, back Let's in the go. day. Let's go. got a theme. <laughs> back in the day, supposedly there there's there's this old legend where... Uh, a husband and wife. Wife was using can of spray, aerosol, um, and then for some reason, sprayed in so much in the room it got into the toilet. Husband goes in, smokes a cigarette, oh, throws cigarette gosh. into toilet, uh-huh. toilet explodes, and yes. that that's the longest. That's like one of these old school like things where it's like careful because, you know, you do that and then you're gonna have an exploding toilet. So I did some research and. I don't know if that occurrence has ever happened, but I found so many stories about exploding toilets. I need to tell you guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's exciting. It's exciting. So, especially if um, yeah, especially if the toilet doesn't have like that water sitting in it, mm-hmm. it'll definitely explode. Because then so, you have like that gas coming up. Yeah. Well, here you go. So, during a thunderstorm, a Florida woman, of course was relaxing at home when a deafening boom roared through her house. Few could have guessed the source of the noise. Lightning struck near her septic tank, igniting the methane gas and blowing her toilet to pieces. She was saying, uh, she quoted, and the woman's name is Mary Lou Ward. She stated, it was the loudest noise I've ever heard. We got out of bed and came over and the toilet was laying on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, there was uh, another one. It's a ghost took a shit in that thing and just boom, blew it off its hinges. <laughs> so there's another one where a consumer says that his fiance was sitting on the toilet when it exploded. Um, so they, uh, he walked in the room and said the lid came down and hit her in the back. He went to the doctor who said there was bruising on her lower back. The doctor suggested she take a couple of days off. The consumer says there's nothing left of his toilet. Um, this was uh, a this was Damn, a bursting of a flushmate two uh-huh. in three units. I don't know. Um, there was pressure Jesus. involved that was strong enough to shatter toilet. No, it was it was a, a screwed up toilet uh, manufacturer thing called flushmate that just wasn't wasn't doing it. 
It was. I'll uh, be so mad if I have to wow. take a shit and then my my toilets just exploded. explode. Explode. Like, <laughs> like yeah. where do I? God, I'd be <gasps> so upset. I got tub. another one. <laughs> In 2013, a Brooklyn man said he was hit with toilet shrapnel. Toilet shrapnel. Oh, my God. When he flushed during a scheduled plumbing work on his building. His attorney claimed three other toilets in the building also exploded. Then in Palo Alto, California, city workers clearing a clogged sewer line in 2007 allegedly sent raw sewage spewing from a man's toilet over three feet into the air. A similar account, a similar case in Baltimore might be the most disgusting example of all. A woman there claimed that high-pressure sewer work sent a filthy geezer, I'm sorry, geyser, from her toilet while she was sitting on it. (laughs) Filthy geezer. Filthy Filthy old man. (laughs) (laughs) Picture shooting Master Roshi at you. (laughs) All right, so she was sitting on the toilet, um... A filthy geyser from her toilet uh, shot up, blowing her off the seat and leaving her soaked in human waste. Wow, that's disgusting. She, oh they got a quote from her. She said, I was literally covered in feces. Are you kidding me? Who wants that? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Nobody wants that, lady. I completely agree. That's and, uh, crazy. I have one I last one. It's not a shoot. toilet. <laughs> um, just a short little one. A uh, Japanese company offered free repairs on electric bidets that were bursting into flames in 2007. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So if Why there's one the thing I want electric? everybody to... I, I don't know. If there's one thing I want listeners to come away from this podcast is beware of your toilet. It's out to get yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's real. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Hanako's going to put that shit back in your booty hole. <laughs> it's gonna it's make dangerous. the toilet explode on your ass cheeks. How, how would you even explain that to the general public? Like, I I was raped by a ghost with my own shit, and my toilet exploded. Like, they would literally put you in a mental hospital. <laughs> That's what would happen. So you you just keep that shit to yourself, literally. Which is what Hanako made you do. Yeah, she she said you keep this. <laughs> There has oh, to be a man. help group for, for the Hanako, Hanako victims. I'm sure you can find one on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. The subreddit called Hanako Help. <laughs> what you got, Esla? Hanako's anonymous. <laughs> All right. My last urban myth. Is Uncle... Uh, not Uncle. I keep saying Uncle. Iroh. Was Mr. Roger a killer? Who? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Roger. Rogers. Mr. Roger. Oh. Mr. Rogers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Was he a killer? Alright. So, um you know Fred Rogers or Mr. Rogers from the uh, the children's program which broadcast from nineteen sixty eight to two thousand and one. Oh my god. Um and maybe you've heard that those sweaters uh were concealing a dark past that before teaming up with uh Henrietta Pussycat and King <laughs> King Friday the 8th mm-hmm. uh Fred Rogers was the ultimate badass a tattooed death dealing sniper um it is a common urban legend Mr Rogers was in Vietnam Mr Rogers was a navy seal Mr Rogers was a marine sniper um maybe Mr Rogers neighborhood was so 
so nice because he's uh, a battle-hardened ex-operator keeping everything in line. Um, so that is the myth behind Mr. Rogers, and it is completely untrue, but it is a cool myth nonetheless because he was literally the nicest person on Earth, and uh, to think that he was like a fucking Marine sniper back in the day in Vietnam, like a fucking cigar in his mouth just shooting people from like a mile away <clears throat> it's a happy a day in my neighborhood I didn't <laughs> yeah <know> exactly <laughs> um he's pleased he uh, dresses up as the punisher at night like <laughs> <laughs> nah he was just out there in vietnam in cardigans putting bodies down like he loves that's wild smell of napalm in the morning <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord that's mr. Rogers. <laughs> mr rogers a sniper I, next uh, time, next time I create a sniper character, I'm gonna name him Mister Rogers. You create sniper characters, like, like Captain America. <laughs> I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking like in a video game and like okay. a shooting video game that I'm never gonna play. It's like, what does um, that mean? <laughs> maybe I'll I'll create Mister Rogers in um in Cyberpunk when I eventually get to playing it. He's I made David Spade in uh, <laughs> Sea of Thieves. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was yeah. hilarious. I played oh, David Spade. Shit. There. <laughs> um all right let's uh you guys want to jump into some news uh hold on i got one more it's uh this one goes out to all my exes this is called an echidna and it's a monster that's half snake and half woman <laughs> <laughs> i just want to th- throw that out there <laughs> okay that's cool I, c- I i definitely uh i definitely agree with you on that one um so to to the devil that i knew back in the day um it's called the mother of monsters too but i just i thought that was a funny joke but uh <laughs> we could go on to news now <laughs> um <clears throat> all right i'll go first um i don't have that money uh but sorry i'm pulling them up uh New Daredevil series in the works for Disney Plus with returning um, uh, cast like the like the Daredevil um, <laughs> actor. You good? I, <laughs> you got this? <laughs> <laughs> you you want to start over? We can run it back. We'll cut that part. <laughs> the new cast, you know, like the Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that time of the night oh, where man. my brain is like, time it's to a, turn off the lights. I got you. It's the Charlie Cox. Is running now. Charlie, Charlie Cox. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Charlie Cox. New Daredevil. All right, guys, let's get it, jump we, into some news. Yeah. I'll go first. Um, new Daredevil series in the works for Disney Plus with returning uh, cast member Charlie Cox, um, with also Matt Corman and Chris Ord attached to write and executive produce the show. Uh, Squid Game Season 2 arrives as early as 2023, which is exciting news. I thought it was going to take way longer um, for the guy to kind of, you know, um, write it out. Um, So, we'll see. Hopefully, it's good. Uh, Adult Swim is making a 10-episode Rick and Morty anime. Now, if you don't know what that means, that means anime in a Japanese style, not an animated series because it's already an anime series and anime um just clarifying that for the people who don't uh watch anime or know anything um <laughs> morty coon <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Loki season two starts filming uh, soon with entire cast returning. Um, uh, also, Disney Plus has said Loki was the most streamed of the Marvel shows uh, that they've released so far. Um, and then last but not least, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is on hold, says Lucasfilm, because he is very busy with Knives Out. So um, we won't be getting any new Star Wars movies as of yet, but Star Wars shows are, you know, rolling out every other day, um, making spinoffs of each other. So we won't be running out of Star Wars uh, content anytime soon. Not as long as Disney has them. They're just going to just be like... Oh, no one else is going to... Who, who, no one's going to buy Lucasfilm from Disney. Like, it's, like it's, Lucas it's over. George Lucas will finagle his way back. <laughs> um, but, yeah. <laughs> Alright, who wants to go next? <clears throat> uh, I'll go next since you pretty much covered all my... <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, this is everything Danny told me that he was going to talk about. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, this uh, this week we also had the emergence of the monkeypox in America for the first time. Our first oh, case, I heard about it this morning, yeah. Uh, this happened in Massachusetts. Apparently this, this man, um, this gentleman, traveled to Canada and came back with monkeypox. It's a, Damn. Apparently, like chicken pox, like little like dots and stuff, and, and like I like, guess wart like stops, uh, stuff on the skin. Uh, there's a uh, nine cases in the UK and five cases in Portugal. It's still an emerging, I guess, infection. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, CDC says there's nothing to worry about. He, the person is in the hospital. He's in okay condition, and everything should be fine. And just. Uh, just interesting i've never heard monkey pox i was like these motherfuckers are just making up diseases now <laughs> monkey pox yeah, I was like, Come on. shoot uh what else she hulk attorney at law coming to disney plus it's gonna be yeah. a nine episode series and um apparently she specializes in superhuman cases i haven't seen the trailers yet but that's as far as i know uh kind of really not interested in it and uh it's just not calling to me. I and this is, I've actually seen all majority of the shows on Disney Plus, like, like the Hawk, the, the Hawkeye, the the Moon Knight, and the, the What If, and the WandaVision. And for the most part, I've always gone into them like, eh. And but then I'll come out like this was not that bad. Uh, but I just I'm not even this She Hulk doesn't even look appealing to me at all. So <laughs> I, I I might not even. Yeah, watch I actually it. finished Moon Knight. Um, it was it was interesting to see my culture on TV, yeah. or my ancient culture on TV. I like um, what they did with the wife. I don't think that was my favorite part. Yeah, I think that's I was a lot of people's favorite part. Plus, she's a hottie, so you know. Yeah, she's pretty um, attractive. Um, yes. But those wings, spoiler alert! Those wings, I was like, oh. Yeah, that was oh, pretty cool. Oh, oh, okay. A little twist at the end. I don't know if you the, stayed. The, the, the whole the whole her, like. The little girl asking her, "Are you an Egyptian superhero?" I was like, "This is the corniest line I've ever heard in my life." That, <laughs> yeah, they could have done a little better on that. But yeah, it was at just the end, so. I thought it was pretty cool. The twist. I wanted to see a third personality, and at the end, they were just like, "Oh, this is it. <laughs> Cut." And now there's never going to be any more Moon Knight, and it sucks. You never know. Well, they'll probably make a second season. No, they they said they're not already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's just I don't know if they're gonna bring. Uh, the third personality into other Marvel movies. I read that somewhere, but I, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, 
But uh, back to She-Hulk, not really interested in that. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming there's going to be some Plus. crossover with Daredevil. Like, there has to be, right? Yeah, I yeah. hope so. I, I think Let's I read see. that somewhere. Uh, they're both yeah. attorneys at law. That's so what I'm saying, maybe, yeah. Maybe she's got a few tips for, <clears throat> for She-Hulk. He, him. <laughs> uh, next, I have, uh, next news piece is uh, pertaining to Witcher Season 3. For all my Witcher fans out there, uh, Apparently they casted two new sorceresses, Rochelle Rose and Sophia Ingor. I'm sorry if I butchered their names. I think I said it right. Uh, but they're expected those to Those are play. the character names, right? Those are the actresses. The character names are Margarita, wow. Lo, Antilo, and Kiera Metz. I actually know Kiera Metz, so it's kind of cool to see her. Wow, the actresses' names sounded like, like they fit. Witcher. <laughs> they fit in the Witcher it, world. Like they could just use the real names. Like that's right. That's in. wild. <laughs> Sophia Ingor. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? No, okay. yeah, for real. And uh, last piece of news: spoilers. Mandy Moore died on This Is Us, and I was kind of a little sad because she was my crush growing up. I liked her ever oh, since I thought she died remember. for real. I was like, Whoa. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird way to lead it. I was like, did Mandy Moore die? In the show, this is us. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Like, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that happened. She, and she's sad. like in one yeah, of my favorite segments of Scrubs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So. Why is she crying? She's not saying this is sad. <laughs> I forgot that was her. That right? was her. Yeah. No, my <laughs> thing is... It's it's like an opening in one of the episodes, and it it's just really fast. If you don't see it, uh, you'll miss it. Well, no, it's pretty obvious. But she, they say how she's like a klutz and she's clumsy and everything. So they show a point where I'm gonna have to. Mm, I don't want to make noise. Where she goes to like lean on her arm like this, where she rests oh, her hand, and, she hits and her then head. she slips and it just bam, and then it like, hits her face <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she like yeah. looks up. She's like, "Did you see that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I remember that. That was funny. That's one of my favorite I, things I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> she um, did it really well, too. Oh, so good. Like, she smacked her head on the table hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> what movie uh, was that? That shit made a sound. Hmm? What movie was that? Or? That's Scrubs, oh, the Scrubs. TV show. Scrubs, 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 Scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, all, right. all right. Over to you, I guess. Yeah. So, I have a decent amount of wrestling news. I'm going to run through it real quick. Um... One quick one, I want to say. Uh, sorry, I got my stuff all mixed up and I can't get the right tab no matter what I do. Um, AEW uh, Dynamite occurred and they have the Owen Hart tournament that's going on. One of uh, the wrestlers was supposed to be like this, a joker in the thing that was like a mysterious person. We don't know who it was uh, that was going to fight Samoa Joe. And it ended up being Johnny Elite. Now, Johnny Elite is also known as uh, John Morrison, but in AEW, he's going to be going by Johnny Elite. He did not sign a contract, but he showed up. But the funny thing I just want to mention about Johnny Elite, so I don't know if you guys know him, but he's gone by so many different names, um, and he always adopts the name of the company or somewhat representing the company when he says it. So he's gone by the names of Johnny Nitro, John Nitro, John Morrison, Johnny Blackcraft, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Caballero, Johnny Elite, Johnny Game Changer, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Onyx, Johnny Superstar, and Johnny Ultra. So now he also has Johnny Elite added to his nice. thing. So he was in there. He wrestled okay. Samojo. It was a good. Uh, it was a good showing. Um. Then another one I want to mention real fast. Ric Flair is making an attempt. 
not even make an attempt. He's going to wrestle um, again at the age of 73 years old. Ric Flair is going to uh, wrestle on July 1st. I mean, July 31st, um, Sunday. It's the day after SummerSlam. Uh, it's it's going to be um, on Fight TV. It's like an indie show. It's it's being called Jim Crockett Promotions Presents Ric Flair's Last Match. Um, we don't know what kind of match is going to happen, but rumors were, and they have been debunked, that it was going to be a six-man tag, meaning three against three. It was supposed to be Ric Flair teaming up with FTR, who are the current AAA and um, Ring of Honor tag team champions right now, probably the hottest tag team in the world. They're badass. And they're going to be going up against the Rock and Roll Express. And uh, I'm, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Rock and Roll Express and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Now, the funny thing about that is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is 69 years old and has been retired for a long time. That's the Rock and Roll Express are Ricky Morton, 65 years old, and <laughs> Robert Gibson is 63 years what are they old. They having a geriatric. <laughs> Like fucking division. At what so, point is this like the craziest insurance liability? Everybody's about to have a heart attack on stage. It's like so <laughs> the funny thing is the Rock and Roll Express themselves have yet to retire. They might be like sort of partially retired. They they have been wrestling since I think the eighties without stopping. Like they still regularly wrestle. This these two old men with mullets going out there and having these badass matches. <laughs> So that was what was supposed to happen, and then Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's just like, nah, like I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to do this. I'm 69. Um, the, the good, he's a smart one. <laughs> That's some sense. Um, These guys are gonna break hips. Somebody's gonna shit. blow their back for sure. It'll be like 100. percent So I have, um, I have a, a thing on what Ric Flair said. Like he was, uh, he was asked about this. Um, and, uh, so according to Kate side seats, uh, there's an article by Kane Knight. check it out where the, there's a couple excerpts by Ric Flair. He says, um, I just want to address a few things that I think people need to hear about. Um, I would say it's 70% positive for the people wanting the fight and 30% of people are more worried about him, you know, getting back in the ring. Um, he says he has to get quicker. He has to get faster and better shape. He's been training with John Cena's personal trainer. Um, he says that he's in good shape. He says he can go. And um, it's saying that it's not for the money. He just wants to do what he can. He's, he's like, I'm considered one of the greatest wrestlers ever. I want to go out there and prove I could do it. Um, then he went on to say, if I can crash in that airplane with a pilot killed and two guys are paralyzed and get back on another plane and fly six months later, you could do anything. So I almost died four years ago. I got a pacemaker. I almost died of a plug clot. I had four heart operations in seven weeks. I'm good to go. So... <laughs> Rick Flair, <laughs> uh, he he feels like he's good to go. Uh, he said that he did speak to a doctor, a heart doctor, and they're like, "Hey, Rick, if you think you got it, you think you got it, you got it, man." Rick Those Flair, are bad doctors. <laughs> I don't feel confident. <laughs> this man had every surgery known to man. Just, uh, I yeah. think you should take it easy, Rick. <laughs> yeah, he said that he Why did is have he wrestling. He wants is to WWE. Just... This desperate. I told you, it has nothing to do with WWE. WWE is not it's in any way him. involved. It's an indie show. Who's he wrestling for? Oh, it's an, an indie, indie show. show. Yeah, it's it's being Jesus. promoted by basically him and uh, his son-in-law, uh, Conrad, uh, who's like big and like he's like the biggest wrestling fan there is. Um, so it's supposed to take place after the Starcade event, which is like a kind of like a con- uh, wrestling convention that they do. But That's um, wild. yeah, so 
Flair. Oh, my goodness. I hope I'm not hearing Ric Flair died in the ring. I hope I'm not talking about that on a podcast one day. Um, exactly. Like, I that's hope he wild. dies getting the W, though. Like, if he does. Like, he just pins him on <laughs> God three. Damn it, dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he's got to go, I think that would be epic. Just be like, no, this man really just just went right here for the, lo- the love of the craft. Uh, that would be yep. amazing dedication yeah i i it looks like it's still happening um i just hope he's okay <laughs> yeah, me too <laughs> god he's gonna need another surgery after this i don't know um shit, I, I need a nap just hearing what happened to him <laughs> <laughs> so another one i want to mention real quick is that in uh new japan pro wrestling there is a tournament going on no it is not the g1 climax they do have multiple tournaments throughout the year um uh, i've never uh. mentioned this on the podcast but it's the G2 climax. <laughs> for this one, it's the best of the Super Juniors, the BOSJ. So that's happening. It's where they take BOSJ. It's where that they take like a the... burger. I'll take a Super Junior. <laughs> <laughs> don't they have that at Carl Juniors? I, I don't know. I've never been. Actually, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> so the Super Juniors are the light, the lighter heavyweights. Um, that's what Can they're I get referred to on the side. Uh, WWE uses cruiserweights. Other people use light heavyweights. <laughs> they have these different things. So that's happening real quick. Um, they have a lot of good wrestlers from different promotions, uh, from New Japan proper, New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre, which is CMML, uh, CMLL, uh, Impact Wrestling, Gleet, which I never even heard of, but it's a Japanese promotion, and AEW. So I'm just going to run through some people real quick. They got Ace Austin, Hiromu Takahashi, Alex Zane, Taiji Shimori, Francesco Akira, Yo, Sho, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Ryusuke Taguchi, Clark Connors. That's block A. Then block oh, B. Taguchi. <laughs> yeah. Block B, they have El Fantasmo, El Desperado, Doki, also Doki, Ro- uh, Robbie Eagles, TJ Perkins, Wheeler Yuta, El Dookie. Lindeman, Bushi, Master Wado, and Titan. Um, Doki so, Taguchi. So, two different people. So, they're... <laughs> <laughs> they're having this tournament it's it's always a it's always a good one yo is a is a very good showing he made it to the finals last year losing to hiromu takahashi who then went on to um wrestle kingdom and i believe he lost to el desperado um all three of those are in was Taguchi. it wasn't Taguchi. he was competing for the iwgp junior heavyweight tag team championships and he and lost but he did win at the next one dookie was back. not there at the wrestle kingdom <laughs> <Got> show <him. laughs> um so best of the super <laughs> juniors is happening i'll be talking about that a little bit here and there um, also, WWE did not fire anybody this week, but Stephanie McMahon did quit. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> that's funny. So Stephanie oh McMahon is taking a leave of absence from WWE. She does plan on returning uh, later on in the future, but for now, she's leaving. She wants to focus more on her family, which is cool. Since seeing how Triple H not that long ago had his heart condition and stuff, so she wants to spend time with her family. That's great. Also, she's doing These a lot wrestlers of business and things. Their heart conditions. Yeah, right. Um, but taking uh, steroids, fellas. With Stephanie McMahon leaving, yeah. uh, Nick Khan, the guy who many people blame for the multiple firings and releases of wrestlers, is jumping in and taking her position now. Nick Khan, who nice. I know a lot of people are not happy about, um, but he's in there. And um, last news story I want to talk about is the WWE ta- Women's Tag Team Champions, Sasha Banks and Naomi, um, walked out on episode of Raw uh, before the show had started. They had some issues with a match that was going to occur that night. They walked up to John Laurinaitis, who's head of talent relations. They 
were had suitcases in their hands. They dropped off their title belts and walked out the building. Um, wow. So everybody's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Supposedly, uh, they're stating that there there might be issues with either storyline, how the titles are not being prominent, which is true. Like Nobody gives a damn about the tag team. There's literally only one women's tag team in WWE, and it's them the champions so it's like there's just a combination of just two women that would fight them every once in a while when they remember that the belts exist um so that's happening and also there's rumors that naomi her contract is ending soon so she might be doing this as a kind of like a trying to come up with a reason like listen i'm i'll leave whatever you guys need me i'm a champion i'm trying to stay um a lot of other wrestlers that got re-signed by wwe they were offered a lot more money to stay and not go to places like wwe i mean to aew so she doesn't have that leverage because she's related to Jimmy Uso and Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. So, like, you want to stay because you got family here. So this might be her trying to get leveraged in order to get them to pay her more money. Um, Sasha Banks has had issues like this in the past. So a lot of people are putting it on her, saying that she's causing the whole thing. A lot of people are supporting Naomi but kind of blaming Sasha. But um, the rumor has it was there was supposed to be a six-woman match where Naomi was supposed to win, go on, fight the Raw Women's Champion. Sasha was supposed to then later on fight the SmackDown Women's Champion, being Ronda Rousey there. And they were supposed to compete for these world titles. But in doing so, that makes the women's tag titles not matter. Because why are these guys fighting for, these girls fighting for these other titles when they're already champions? So So they can have four belts. Yeah. But anyway. That makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. It does. Um, But... It's kind of just, it's sad, because it's like when they created these titles, it was like a big thing. Sasha was, um, I think she's one of the first women's tag team champions uh, with Bayley, and it was just like, this is going to be great. People want to see a tag team uh, women's division in WWE for years, and it's like ever since it came out, they've just not supported the thing. It's like Vince McMahon never cared about tag team wrestling, let alone women's tag team wrestling. But yeah, that's my news. That's sad, man. Oh, well. Um, you guys want to jump into final thoughts? Anybody have anything else to say? You guys got any stories? Uh, uh, I do want Danny, to say something. I can't remember jump what. jump by anybody else to this week? No, I haven't, uh, I haven't got jumped or anything. It was a nice week. Okay week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> final thoughts. I'll give one more mythological creature called the cockatrice. <laughs> It's a two-legged serpent-like dragon creature with the head of a rooster. (laughs) And uh, the cockatrice has the reputed ability to kill people by either looking at them, the death-darting eye of the cockatrice, touching them or something. uh, (laughs) They kill by touching them or sometimes breathing on them. (laughs) Cockatrice is crazy. Don't, Don't look at a cockatrice or you'll probably die. I feel like you just said that because you like saying cockatrice. That, that's exactly why I'm saying it. Cockatrice. Fearsome cockatrice has arrived. I, I do so have one. call your penis? The cockatrice. Don't guys with the cockatrice. Don't. Is that what you call your penis? Yep. That's my nickname for it. Uh, I Don't look at it. <laughs> I do have a final thought. Uh, I told you guys in the group chat I got some Bojangles, and I, they have a Mountain Dew. Oh, one right, on the right, right, the Mountain Dew. How uh, was that? So it's called Mountain Dew Southern Shock, exclusive to Bojangles, apparently. Um, I got it, and it was good. It wasn't the best 
Um, it wasn't Baja Blast good, but it was good. I did enjoy it. Okay. Um, I what, will what potentially get it? it. It's like a fruit punch type of um, oh, Mountain Dew. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So that it's interesting. yeah, not bad. I not like bad. Fruit uh, punch. Yeah. Good. So I'll probably get that again at some point in the future. Um, cool, cool, and cool. you know, Bojangles gotta go to Bo's. Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go to Bo's. Um. Thank you for listening to the Swaz Guys podcast. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media, like, subscribe, share, rate, review. Go check out the Swaz Guys website. Go check out our YouTube videos. Please watch, um, like, engage with the videos. It helps us out a lot. Uh, thank you for listening and have a great week. Oh, 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 oh,